We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. So, Lou, unless there's any important detail I left out. No, that was a very detailed account. All right. <laughs> and I kind of took notes. so I couldn't even read my own notes. Hello. Hello. Can we speak to Stephanie, please? That's me. Hey, me. This is Jeff from the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. The whole gang's here. How are you? <laughs> oh, my God. There's <laughs> no way you're calling me right now. Wow. Hi. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? We're doing good. Doing good. Listen, we are calling you. If you're a fan of the show, you're familiar with Second Date Update, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so you must have do you have any clue as to who we might be calling you about yeah i can't believe he called you i don't know what to say oh my gosh now let's confirm that we are both talking about lou here oh yeah okay so he was a little slow on the uptake and didn't realize that you have been, I guess, putting it out there or trying to get him to ask you out for some time. Is that accurate? Yeah, I just, I really thought I blew it, though, because I've been waiting for him for so long to ask me out and had this huge thing for him for a while and was thrilled to finally be with him. And I don't know, I just really thought I blew it. That you blew it? Yeah. You mean the date? <laughs> yeah, well, one particular moment. <laughs> Well, now let, let's go back here because Lou said when he took you out to Celestial, you seemed to have a great time. Seemed like everything was great. There was great conversation. I asked him if anything awkward or funky or weird happened that, that may have turned you off. But it just seemed like you had cooled by the end of the night. And then when he hadn't heard from you again, he felt like you were blowing him off. Oh, no. I thought I blew it. I um, <laughs> yeah, this is so, I can't believe I'm retelling this. I did something a little embarrassing at dinner after a couple of glasses of wine. Uh-oh. What'd you do? Well, we're sitting across from each other, and I just, I made my move. Like, I told him that my feet were cold, and then I needed him to, like, warm them for me, right? <laughs> and, I mean, I thought this was really hot, but he didn't seem to have the reaction I wanted. I, like, kicked off my shoe, and I stuck my foot in his crotch, and I received that, you know... <laughs> And uh, I was expecting a certain physical reaction from him, and nothing happened. Are you sure? Yeah, no, I'm sure. No reaction on his face or uh, anywhere else. <laughs> so in your mind, you were thinking, he's just not that into me. I don't know. I guess it just like felt like a rejection or like he wasn't attracted to me. And 
maybe it was the wine, but so I just kind of backed off and tried not to act humiliated. Oh, that's so funny. All right, well, let's bring Lou into the conversation. Lou, you hearing this? Yeah, I, I, it, it's a little bit of a misunderstanding. I kind of loved what you did at the restaurant. Like, I really thought it was really, <laughs> really hot. Really? But the thing mm-hmm. is, like, I didn't want to be sitting there with, like, a huge b- under my nose. <laughs> so, like, oh, like Stephanie, there, like, my face was, like, very stoic because, like, I was really concentrating. To, like, <laughs> Focus. Keep that down. Grandma's Baseball. in a coffin. Grandma's in a coffin. <laughs> yeah. Books. Like, Math. You know, and, like, I didn't want to seem, like, too eager when I took you home, so I just kind of figured I would see you again. We would bring it up. We'd laugh. We maybe would do that in private. River water. I mean, then when we got back to my place, I, I waited for you to kiss me, and, like, you just didn't. So I just wanted to crawl into my bed and, like, hide under the covers. I was so embarrassed. Yeah, the kiss on the cheek is kind of my fault. I guess I just was, like, kind of feeling the energy was, like, not really leading that we were going to go inside. And, you know, like, I'm bad with signals. So I tried to do... Something, I guess, a little sweeter so I get to see you a second time again. Is it possible that maybe both of you were bad at signals, given your history? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I would say probably yes now. (laughs) (laughs) We got to get you guys on track because I like you both, and I think you two could potentially be great together. I just think you guys need to communicate better. Oh, me too. Me too. Like, I I definitely want to see you again. Well, let's set it up. I mean, Stephanie, if you're interested, and now that we've cleared up the confusion, would you be open to a second date with Lou? And we'd pay for it. Yeah, definitely. I just thought you weren't interested and that I'd messed up, you know? So if that's not the case, I mean, I'm definitely... I mean, you heard my reaction when you guys first called and I realized what you were calling about. I'm, I'm, I'd love to go on a second date. What were you going to say, Tim? Footsie under the table. Take two. Yeah. I'm excited for you guys. I'm really <laughs> Me excited, too. too. Thank you. Will you be attempting the foot-to-crotch move again? Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Stephanie. No, I think that was a one-time thing. Oh, you're one and done. (laughs) I learned my lesson. I don't know, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. All right. (laughs) Well, guys, we enjoy talking to you. We're glad this worked itself out, and uh, we always love sending people out on second dates and having them end this way. So uh, I guess, Stephanie, we thank you for taking the call. We'll let you go here, and we'll just make the arrangements with Lou, and you'll be hearing from him soon, okay? Awesome. Thanks. All right. Take it easy. You got it. Uh, Lou, hang on one sec. So if we could do a second date update for you, send us an email, Jeff and Jen. That's two N's in Jen, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. It is 814. Weather-wise, we're looking at a few leftover patches of fog. Otherwise, it should be relatively sunny out there today. We'll see a high around 77. It is 65 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. We're going to be talking to Tim Meddy, the CEO of Matthew 25 Ministries, which is is kind of the, the big organizing powerhouse here locally that channels all of our resources to areas that need the most help and 
Obviously, that's southeastern Texas after this weekend's flooding from Hurricane Harvey. So we'll be talking with Tim here in just a few minutes to find out what exactly we can do to help. All right, 815, and Tim Meddy is the CEO for Matthew 25 Ministries, and he joins us now live on the telephone. Good morning, Tim. Good morning. I know that a few days ago we were sort of in an assessment mode where we were trying to figure out you know, what, where the help would be needed the most in the days immediately following the storm, but it seems like we've got a much clearer picture now. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely, you know, we, you know, we saw the hurricane come. Obviously, we've been tracking the hurricane as, as soon as it started forming, but, um, you know, along the coast, but now because of the flooding, um, we're having a, you know, we're getting a clearer picture, but we're still, I'd say, a couple days from it actually. Not, I mean, even possibly even uh, four or five days for it to be in, being over. So definitely that whole area, Houston, obviously along the coast. And then if it's projected the way it goes, it'll even go into Louisiana. The flooding will continue. So, Tim, how do you as an organization approach situations like this? I mean, this is ongoing and it continues to. The system is sitting on top of southeastern Texas for yeah. at least the next couple of days. Another 15 inches of rain expected. They've had... 38, 39 so far. So how do you determine what is needed and how do you get it to the people who need it? Yeah, what we do, I mean, we do this every single day. So it's kind of like we are always on standby um, and we track these systems well before they're in the news. And so what we do is we get all of our um, kind of our partners in line in the areas and then we also uh, stage all the stuff that we'll be taking, and that's initial stuff. So we, we have um, the supplies we take on the first trip down, but, you know, as you were saying, they're getting they had 39 inches of rain and expecting to get almost a foot to even two feet more in some places. So that being said is that this is going to be a long-duration event, and we're going to be helping them for uh, years to come. Um, this is one I'd say is that out of all the disasters I've seen all around the world as a strictly a rain and flooding event here in the United States, this is the worst I've ever seen. Yeah. And the last big event that I can remember, uh, dates back about 12 years ago to hurricane Katrina and what a huge effort that was. Everybody in the right. tri-state stepping up to help. And this is one part of the country. You can really count on people to step up when you need them to. So what can they do? People have all this generosity, and they, they're, they're watching the footage from the media over the weekend, and their hearts are breaking when they see these stray animals and these people without homes. How can they channel that energy? What do you need from us to help you do what you need to do to help them? Yeah, I mean, they can really do uh, – there's several different ways. Um, you know, however you can help you know, that is what we are asking. So there's kind of, you can either volunteer your time. If you don't have that, you can give items. Um, and then if you can't do that, you can give money. But if you kind of are, if you're working full-time, you don't have any excess, we'll take prayers also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Certainly. You know, I mean, these, uh, these people down there, I mean, they're just going through. And you've seen all the evacuations. You know, we're only seeing bits and pieces of the story from the different uh, news sources down in that area. But there is hundreds of thousands of people that may be going through the same thing, and we're not able to cover all that. So these people are going to need help for a very long time. So what are we thinking? Water? Uh, oh, food? yeah. For, you know, yeah, we're actually personal care, clean supplies, food, water, uh, first aid and safety supplies, pretty much anything you would think that you'd be cleaning up after a flood or um, to go about your daily life. You know, what we do is when we go down there, 
we are getting to those people and we are helping them maintain their day-to-day lives while they do clean up. Because a lot of things you don't take in consideration is that, you know, they're going to need toothpaste, toothbrush. Um, they're going to need food. They're going to need Gatorade. They're going to need gloves. These types of things, they can't just walk uh, over to the nearest uh, store to buy uh, because nor- that store is probably underwater. Right. So the stuff we're taking there is able to, you know, give them some normalcy, but then also allow them to help uh, start uh, rebuilding in that area. Are there any other items that maybe we're not thinking of, something that, that, may, that may not be so obvious? Would it be the personal care items, or is there something else we're not thinking of? Yeah, I mean, that's a, a big one, but I would say is that um, baby formula diapers. Oh, I didn't even know um, that. Yeah. Are, yeah, I mean, are a big one because they're so specific. Yeah, um, that's true. You know, you just don't think about that. Um, we get... You know, we get a lot of it. we get a lot of the stuff, but then we actually pull out those types of things because then when we see those people, we hand them out. And we have a lot of corporate donors that give us these supplies from P and G, Centos, but the amount that is needed in the area, we need the entire tri-state um, to be um, helping out, and they do. They're the most generous uh, group of people I know. So for the moment, until we have a better idea of what the specifics are, what we need, how to mobilize, and how we're going to get it there, what what can we do now? Yeah, I mean, we can start. We're already starting collecting um, items. We're already taking donations. Volunteers can come. Um, our team will probably be leaving the next day or so. Um, we have to wait until the threat of tornadoes um, mm-hmm. uh, dies down. Right. And so what we will do is we will go actually down and around the storm because it's going to start going it's going to start drifting to the north um, and go over Houston. And so what we'll do is we'll go down back around and kind of hit the coast where they were actually impacted. They didn't get as they've got a lot of rain, but they um, more or less the storm surge and the wind damage was so great in that area. So we'll hit that area. And then we will circle back up as people are getting back into their homes in Houston and that general area. And unfortunately, we think that we'll be going into the Louisiana area again. And we're going to put a link up on our website at WKRQ.com to link you to Matthew 25 Ministries. And that will allow you to look at the list of everything that's needed and kind of stay in touch and in contact with the effort as it continues over the next few days. Tim Meddy, the CEO with Matthew 25 Ministries, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to Fill us in on what's going on and how to help. Oh, well, we appreciate it. Thanks for getting the word out. You bet. We'll be talking okay. to you again. Okay. Thanks. Take it Bye-bye. easy, Tim. 822, Jeff and Jen, patchy morning fog, sunny skies, and a high of 77 right now. 65 at Cincinnati's Q102. Even local television reporters down there putting down their mics and helping Thanks people. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty Points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty Points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. College duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23. 
Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.